Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Let's go live to Tony Clark. Uh, this time last week, we said that the Turbo was like a, a 1980s Cortina, but he was back to his best last night, and he had a lot of mates around him who had fantastic games. Morning, TC. Great to talk to you. Good morning, everyone. What an introduction, eh? World Affairs, top wow. 40. You guys have just got it all. Unbelievable. And word to see it was unbelievable. My best memories of coaching at Manly, Sunday afternoon, Brookie Oval, had a big victory and, and you'd uh, wander down with Des and Eagle Rock would be playing. It was uh, the kids would be on the oval. Yeah, just a, a, a great memory. And the late, great, great. Grant Goldman yep. on the microphone. The Beaver. He would <laughs> say it loud and proud. Yeah. Clarky, the performance last night, outstanding. Uh, they turned it all around, which wasn't um, overly um, surprising. But the Roosters, they just appeared to be a side who unfortunately were out of gas. They have had uh, one hell of a year in terms of suspensions, injuries, but... Yeah, it just appeared that they were running on empty, well and truly. I think they'll be on empty, to be honest. Yeah, they did, Michael. They got the round 14 and 15, didn't they? And uh, they just didn't have a punch in them, you know. And, uh, and full credit to Manly. I think probably probably the thing I take out of it, Michael, is um, just how good Melbourne are. I mean, because they yes. uh, you know, they just did a job on, on the Seagulls last uh, last week, as we know. And, uh, uh, and, and yeah, I, I, you know, I, I believe they're sort of heads and shoulders above uh, anyone at the moment. It'd be really interesting this afternoon or tonight tonight's game. Yeah, I think when you look at, and again, you touched on how good Melbourne were, and we spoke about it last week, how professional their ability to execute and the way they did it. I looked at last night's game, and I think you know Trent Robinson would obviously have had a similar game plan. The players weren't, uh, again, I just, they were absolutely exhausted. They were gone. They didn't have the ability to execute the game plan anywhere near Melbourne. I'm sorry, Manly obviously were played a lot better than uh, what they did the week before. And I think that experience against Melbourne certainly put them in good stead, especially their uh, their back rowers um, who struggled last week. I think Morgan Harper benefited from uh, his first semi-final game last week. And, of course, Turbo had more room. DCE stood up. Their big guns just fired last night, and that was the real positive for them. Uh, Steve, I think I said on our preview that Manly would win by 10-plus, but Turbo would score two tries. How'd I go? Yeah, absolutely spot on. Mm. Uh, you know, for me, uh, you know, I felt a little sad last night. You know that I've I've had a long-running feud with the Roosters because they signed some of Canterbury-Bankstown's greats. Yep. You know, they got the Ogre, they got Big Willie, and they got Sonny Bill. But uh, last night we saw one of the greats play his last game of National Rugby League. He got a standing O from both teams. I would have liked to have... In fact, I sent him a message last night. I would have chaired him off the field. Yep. Uh, Josh Morris playing his final game. Over 300 in total. He's top 10 on the try-scoring mm. list. And TC, you would have loved seeing the Morris twins in particular. And uh, you would have seen Slippery Steve in his heyday. But, you know, they are ornaments to the game. Would you agree? Oh, you've taken the words out of my mouth, Steve. You know, and, and a lot of... Well... 
other than the the, uh, the score, of course, or, or, the, or the game result. But you know, just how good was it to see the uh, you know both teams clap him off? Um, you know, just just thoroughly deserved. And as we said, you, you, you've hit the nail on the head. They, they were both um, you know ornaments to the game. I think Michael, the thing with the Eagle last night was because of the Roosters. Uh, you know, tiredness, and and as we said, you know, it was a heavyweight bout. They got around fourteen; they didn't have anything left. But mm-hmm. Cherry, Kieran, Tommy, they just had so much more time, and yes. the composure remained. Like I just thought, Ches was was you know a hundred times the player he was last week. But again, I'm thinking, you know, there, there wasn't the line speed, there wasn't the intensity in D, uh, and and yeah, it'll be it'll be very very interesting. I think it's lining up with a cracker of a game. See how Sydney and Manly now. You know, it should be it should be the game of the year. Yeah, I agree with that. I, you know what? I think there is so many positives. I think they're both evenly poised. I don't think there's a lot of difference between the two of them, especially when they're at their best. And I hope they do bring out their best next weekend because it's going to be something special, that game, to make the grand final. I said it last week that I... Well, sorry. I said it on Sunday uh, about the fact that, uh, to friends of mine, that the team that benefited most from the shock loss last week of Penrith losing to South Sydney was going to be the Manly Seagulls. And I honestly believe that. I think I don't think that Manly were in a position to either beat Melbourne or Penrith um, leading into the grand final. I think they would go into the next weekend's game against the Rabbitohs, honestly believing that they're a big chance of beating uh, that South Sydney side. Uh, and confidence is a big thing at this time of the year. Uh, and I think that that is probably, you know, they've probably had the better run going in, uh, considering where they were and the loss that they had last weekend. Your thoughts on that, Clarky? Oh, I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. When we spoke during the week when I bumped into you, that, that exactly right. I think it's really opened the door for them because um, coming the, the confidence that they'll have coming into the Rabbits, you know, compared, as you said, to whether uh, Melbourne or Penrith would be tenfold, you know, and I know that Desi would have woken up this morning, you know, really excited about getting, getting, um, you know, in, in setting a, a plan for the Rabbits next week. So, yeah, no, I, I, I would not surprise me in the least if uh, if uh, the Sea Eagles are first through to the, to the big dance. We're talking to uh, Tony Clark. Uh, he's won numerous premierships locally and worked with uh, numerous NRL clubs as well throughout his illustrious career. Hey, have we entered some kind of bizarro world? I'm not sure about you guys, but uh, I watched, I stayed up, watched the post-match press conferences last night. We'll get to Trent Robinson a little later in the show, but first, Desi was unbelievable. Let's roll in some of this audio from last night. Desert. Great response after last week. What did you like most about your side's performance? Um, oh, we, well, we definitely addressed them. And we fixed up uh, a few of the areas that uh, that we said we would. But um, you know, you got to give a huge, uh, um, you know, a wrap. Also, I've just been impressed with the way the Roosters have just sort of showed up for each other the whole time. So I thought they were very brave tonight. Um, and we knew we'd have to play. Uh, uh, how we performed tonight uh, to beat them, so uh, they can be proud of what they've done. Tommy Turner and Cherry Evans. I can't hear you, mate. Tommy Turner and Cherry Evans really stuck it, really stuck out tonight. What'd you make of their performance? Oh, these simple things tonight. I think we just held on to the ball. Um, uh, we completed well. We, uh, you know, we we built pressure. Um, um, you know, we played with a good physicality. You know, we're going to need that against. Uh, the south side next week so um, so there's some good uh, 
Super pass here that we can uh, take forward. A bit of confidence. Yeah, Desi Hasler last night. I reckon the press conference went for about 90 seconds, maybe two minutes tops. He looked uncomfortable in his own skin. And TC, uh, he seemed desperate not to give South any ammunition whatsoever. Didn't talk his own team up. What were your thoughts? Oh, exactly. What about when he said, when he said oh, sorry, I couldn't hear you. What about this? Get the marbles out of your mouth. <laughs> Mate, his hair's too long and they're covering his ears like Eamos. Oh, Did you see? I think the funniest one was when Emma Lawrence interviewed him before the game. And I think that took 45 seconds, too. But, uh, no, Des is, Des is Des, the nutty, the nutty professor. And, uh, and, and, and full credit to him. I mean, the coaching that we've seen this year, you know, from Craig Bellamy, from Trent Robinson, from Des Hasler, and, and of course, Wayne, you know, it, it's just been quite incredible because they've turned... The thing I love about it, Michael, is they've turned basically reserve graders into, into NRL players, you know, and, and, yep. and, and, that, and that's good coaching, you know, and, and Des has done the same. I mean, they were unheralded at the start of the year, lost their first yeah. four, he never wavered in his belief, and, 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 and that, that, that's great coaching. I, I agree with you 100%. I think, you know, that's a sign of a quality coach is that they can improve and take ordinary players and turn them into extraordinary players. And we've seen that with uh, various coaches this year who have had that ability to do that. I saw a stat during the week uh, in reference to the minor premiership, and I think there has only been five coaches over the last 12 years that have won minor premierships, and that being Craig Bellamy, Trent Robinson, Wayne Bennett, Des Hasler, and uh, Ivan Cleary. Uh, yeah. And, you know, the reference I was making to that was it's no coincidence that the team that fin- uh, finishes up on top at the end of the uh, regular season has to be coached by a good side. The team that can consistently perform week in and week out. That's, and it's proven that, you know, it's not just a flash in the pan. These guys are genuine and they know what they're doing. Uh, seven tries to one last night. The Manly Sea Eagles through to a prelim, which is incredible considering they lost their first four. They were down with the cellar dwellers, the Bulldogs. Uh, Tom Trebojevic scored the opener for Manly. Kieran Foran, great to see Kez. And I know Tony Clark's had a lot to do with him. Kieran Foran scoring in the 11th minute. That was beautifully constructed. Beautiful. So, Glenn Stewart... Tommy emerges late. So Tommy's behind Glenn Stewart. Sorry? Or Jake Chaboyevich? Uh, sorry, Jake. <laughs> who did I say? Glenn Stewart. That's who you said. <laughs> you know what? I've yeah. had that on my mind since last yeah, night. Yeah, I'm sure you have. Sharon said to me, she said, Brett Stewart, what was his brother's name again? Glenn Stewart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, you, you know, know what? what? They play similar. Similar style. And it was beautifully played. You can just see the combination, Clarky, in terms of, you know, the way they set that try up. And, yeah, it was yeah. just beautiful. Yeah, it certainly was, Michael, we're, we're, and we've alluded uh, to that over the, the last couple of weeks. A great uh, manly right edge, wasn't it? You know, with uh, Glenn, uh, Jamie Lyon, you know, uh, yep. and Ches was out the back, you know, with Brett Stewart. And Stevie stuff. Maddow. Yeah, and, and, and Stevie Maddow, exactly, Stevo. And, uh, and, of course, yeah, it was a well-constructed try. And to see the old fella get over, I texted him last night. He hasn't got back to me as yet. <laughs> he'd, probably, uh, he'd probably be waking up with sore bones. But, uh, yeah, they'll, uh, they'll be a very well-constructed try. TC, they, last night to me, from the outside, they looked like just a really well-gelled team. The Sea Eagles, 
What does it look like going into the prep for next week's game for them? For, you know, what are they doing this week? What's the plan for the next yeah. couple of days on your own? I, I don't think I don't think that changed too much, uh, Jeff. Uh, you know, again, um, I think the opposition had plenty to do with it. But full credit to them in in in, in how they played. But I, I think they'll be wanting to play an expansive game again. They'll, they'll want to be going with the rabbit. Set, set. You know, they'll 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 be they'll be at them. Um, uh, you know, you know, set for set, set for set, and using using um, using the footy as they as they have. It's going to be an interesting week leading up. Um, obviously, the big game tonight, the uh, Western Derby, Parramatta versus Penrith. Um, how do you see that game playing out? Uh, no Brian Toto for the Panthers, which I think is a big loss. Um, but you know what? They've proven in the past that they've got people who can cover. And Brett Naden, he's been around long enough. Um, and you know what? I don't think whilst they lose that enthusiasm, they lose the metres from Toto, I think uh, Naden's still got that experience to be able to cover that position and cover it well. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I, I'm thinking I, – I think it's a big loss. It's funny to say that a winger, Michael, but I think it is because he does set, mm. set their, their, their sets up, you know, from coming out of trouble. I'm thinking, I'm thinking what I want to see with Penrith tonight – is because there was a real lack of composure last week. Mm-hmm. When when the rabbits are in their face, they, they 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 didn't to me look like they had a plan B, which I've lived that in a, in a couple of grand finals. I know it's a different level, but but the thing is, how is Ivan going to react to that this week? Because if Paramount, if I'm Brad Arthur, I'm just saying again, let's get in the grind with them. Let's get let's not be fancy. Let's complete at ninety five percent. Get them kicking in the corner. Let's build some pressure, absorb some pressure, and just see how the Panthers react. Because it was a concern to me last week that, uh, you know, there were some uncharacteristic errors from them. And as I said, I, I thought their composure and their temperament was, was way off to where it was going to be. And as I said to you during the week, they were on a completely different level. But you think of, of, you know, a couple of teams I've had that have cruised into the GF and we've done things, and then you get a team like the Entrance Tigers, coached by the great Shane Wooden, who got in our face, did things and, and, and panicked, and all of a sudden the game gets away from you. So it is going to be really interesting tonight to see how they react to a bit of pressure. That's if Parramatta can do it too. Hey, uh, I just saw there's usually a handshake when you finish. I saw a little bit of romance just then from a couple of golfers that came off the AT. There was, uh, you know, some love in the house here at Shelley Beach. Hey, can I just clarify something? Yes, why you were laughing? Steve-O's in danger of being red-carded. Yeah, uh, what's I, happened? I was working on a project at home till about 1.30 a.m. So, so far, I've uh, made a couple of blunders. I said Glenn Stewart. <laughs> instead, instead of Jake Trebojevic. Yes. And I just said Pamela Stevenson. Uh, Pamela Stevenson oh. was she was married to Billy Connolly. Gotcha. The okay. comedian. I meant to Jay. say I meant to say Jan, Jan. Stevenson. There it is. Uh, former legendary golfer. Right. Hey, hey Butes, can you just lay this out for us before we go back to TC? Yeah. What was it like to play in the Western Derby against Penrith and the fact that these two teams meet each other? In a massive semi-final match, uh, what are both what are both clubs feeling at the moment? Oh, look, I've got no doubt. Look, there's that Western Derby thing that you know it's almost set aside now because it's irrelevant because you're in a semi-final. Like you know, during the regular season, it becomes a greater priority. But you know, you can put that Western Derby aside because this is finals time and it's elimination. So your season's on the line. Um, it doesn't matter who you're up against. This is going to be really significant. And so for me, you know, the Earls have got um, 
Yeah, look, I think they're going okay in terms of their form. I don't think they're great. Panthers were, like Clarkie said, were disappointing last week. But I, I think they've got a couple more gears to go, Penrith. And that's probably the concerning thing for Parramatta. How uh, Brad Arthur addresses that uh, and the game plan that he uses, I think Clarkie's on the money. You've just got to complete. Complete and compete. That's as simple as uh, that. And that's all it needs to be. And TC, like Manly last night, Parramatta really need their two real big guns to fire. So Moses needs to have another blinder like he did last week. Yep. And Gutho at the back needs to be a bit like Tommy Trebojevic and just be probing and ready to attack at any moment. Oh, I definitely so. They're, they're, they're the two keys to um, to the Parramatta mm. performance. And, and, you know, that'll go a long way to, to, to seeing whether they can... Um, uh, you know, win win the game of the footy, which I, I, I'm, you know, I mean the Penrith the Penrith Panthers are deservedly favourites, and uh, but you know, again, um, I'm thinking that it, it, it's going to be a lot closer than people think. It's interesting, you know, when you talk about you know Gutho and, and Moses, right? And I think at at their very best, they're, they're very very good players. I don't think they've got the ability to change or have an impact on the game like a turbo. And oh, DCE. Come on, no, no, I, I, honestly, This is your old club. No, I know that, but what I'm what, saying what is... If, what oh, if this gets back? I don't put them in the same echelon. Like, I just don't see them as being those game breakers that are just unbelievable. Like, I just don't see the impact that they have as big as what yeah. a Turbo and DCE can have and have had on games throughout this whole year. Like, they've done it consistently oh. this year. Yeah, I got excited with Moses last week, Michael, when he, when yes. he scored that, uh, I think, 40-metre try. I thought, wow, good on you, kid. You know, you've, you've, you've had a crack. They were, you know, again, uh, you know, going set for set with them. And um, I, I thought that I thought that blew the, 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 the game apart for them. And, uh, yeah, if, if he can if he can take some... I saw him interviewed during the week, actually, and, uh, and he just seemed to have an air of confidence about him. And, and, I, and I'm really hoping that he can... Um, you know, take that next level. But I'm not, I, I'm, I have to. I'm like you, mate. Yeah, I have I'm to like agree you. with what you've said too. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like you, mate. I, I hope he does, but I haven't seen it consistently from him over mate, the again, whole time he's be, been in his career. Yeah. Again, it's going to be how the, the middle third handle things. If they can go, yep. if they if they can handle, hey. you know, the, the forwards handle the forwards, um, it's going to give uh, Moses some extra time, which again gives Gut some extra time. So, yeah, it, uh, yeah, there's a, a very, very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, TC, we could talk to you all morning, mate, mm. because, you know, TC has come back during finals time and he's he is, he is in September form. But like, this is why he's he the benchmark. September. That's why, that's why he's the benchmark. That's why we go to him because and, there's no point going anywhere else. And can, I, can I ask you a question? <laughs> is it contract time at SEN? Because... Man, I've never seen you like this in the 15 years that we've worked together. And and t- today, is, is this your laptop? It's an iPad of some sort, yes. Apparently, they said if you bring it along, you can actually look like look up notes and stuff. This is unbelievable, TC. Yeah. You, I, I haven't turned it on yet. It's you know, just there for show. You know what he's like. He'd usually arrive one minute before the show with the telegraph and no. hope that gets him through. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I did watch the four-minute highlights this morning, so I've got plenty of research behind me. <laughs> Hey, TC, have a great yeah. weekend. I've got to say, I'm rocking the Danica Clark Foundation Yeah, hat. I saw the hat. I love Cause, it. Because my hair looks yeah. so woeful. <laughs> uh, good to talk to you, mate. Have a great weekend. Good on you, boys. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. Tony Clark joining us, our first guest of the morning.